Hi there, I'm Stuart and I'm the Samurai Coach and welcome to my podcast. Hi folks and welcome to the Samurai Podcast. This is episode number one, so probably going to be a little bit rough and ready around the edges, um, but let's crack on. We've got to move forward as I always say, so you've got to put everything into action without the action you get nowhere so it's no point thinking I'm in an R and about it except what it is and let's move on right let's start off um, thanks again so for tuning in uh, I appreciate it I know there's lots of podcasts out there that people could choose time is precious so uh, tuning in will, is really really appreciated what I'm going to do is because this is the first one I'm going to start off with a bit of an introduction about myself for those that don't know me and for those that do know me well just bear with me so you know I don't really waffle that much Um, so a little bit about me who am I well as the intro says my name's Stuart Stuart Ryder and I call myself the Samurai Coach we'll go into the whys and the where's about that later on um, I'm a dad, I'm a granddad, I'm a husband, I'm a martial artist, I'm a therapist, and probably, in honesty, a bit of a geek as well. Um, been involved in the martial arts world for thirty over 30 years, 32 years I think it is now. Um, started quite late in comparison to a lot of people these days started when I was 16, 17, so you can do your own math on that one, a couple of years before I'm 50. Um, Over the years I've done a number of different systems and styles, Uh, you know, I've looked at Taekwondo, I've looked at a couple of different Kung Fu styles, um, Choi Kung Do, uh, Freestyle Martial Arts, the methods that I teach now is my own personal interpretation of the different methods that I've trained in over the years. So it's called Tai Shindo, and Tai Shindo can be translated to mean way of the body, mind, and spirit, or depending on how it's written, it can also read as new body way, or sorry, true body way, um, both of which interpretations I really like because that's kind of what my training is all about um, but we'll go into that again in a second The just a little bit more on the background side um, I have looked, like I said I've started Choi Kwang Do, I did my, got my second Dan in Choi Kwang Do back in when was that? Uh, the 90s um, I was meant to be going for my third Dan, but I walked all out. I left the association uh, because of politic- politics that you would find that you get within all martial arts organisations. Um, down to money, control, how they want to run, how you're running your club, that sort of thing. Um, nothing to say bad against the style or the system. Um, but it was the way it was being controlled further up the ladder. Um, And then 
back in 2000, I joined up with the newly formed Self-Defence Federation, which was started up by Dave Sarton, who's one of the UK's leading martial arts and applied combat martial arts um, self-defence instructors. Um, Learned loads and so much from under him, training under him. Uh, Got a third down under him. Um, and also was the Self-Defence Federation's representative for London and the South East of England. Um, through that, I met, I've met and managed, got, was lucky enough to train with loads of highly skilled so and accomplished martial artists, all that have added something to my, to my development as a martial artist and as an instructor. From there, uh, whilst as the, the rep for that, I was interviewed a couple of occasions by uh, radio stations on down in London, looking for information, um, hips, hints and tips on self-defence, self-protection. That usually happened when there was a couple of high-profile media cases, um, that's usually when people want to know about self-defence and self-protection uh, after the fact has happened, um, like most things that we do in life. So we want to get fitter when we have a health scare. Uh, we want to meditate when we become stressed. Um, kind of locking the door, the stable door after the horse is bolted, if you ask me. But we'll get onto that kind of um, my thoughts on things like that as we go through the podcasts over the weeks. Um, so yeah, so that was my uh, got my third down from Dave. Um, whilst training in Taekwondo, I also spent time training um, with my instructor. In, he, he was another accomplished instructor who trained in many different arts and styles, um, and he was graded. He had his own methods as well. Um, he gave me a certificate. He awarded me my fourth down um, before I got my third down. Um, from Dave um, in his freestyle martial arts system um, and that was probably like more of a it's like kung f- uh, kickboxing approach but we also looked at uh, some Japanese weapons in that some uh, kobudo um, staff nunchucker sai um, although I wasn't very good with the sai or the nunchucker um, we also did some sword work in that uh, but not a lot over the years as well, I also have trained in JKD, uh, the Jeet Kune Do Kali, um, Filipino Kali under Guru Ralph Jones. Um, he's one of, he was a, well at the time, one of only four full instructors under Guru Dan Inesanso. Um Again, his approach, his methods, um, the Kali especially, um, massive influence on what I do. Um, I just love the principles around the system. Um, these days, I still, as well as obviously, I, I still teach my own methods, my own system, Taishindo. Um, but I believe we also need to always keep studying, keep improving, upskilling. You, the uh, millennials, call it these days. Um, I just call it development. Um, and I'm studying. Chen style Tai Chi. Um, main instructor in that is Sifu Gary, Sifu Gary McCaw. 
of the Scottish Academies of Chinese Martial Arts up here in Scotland. Um, yeah, I live in Scotland and I've got an English accent. Uh, originally from London, living in Scotland for the last 15 years now. Um, long story behind that. And from there, I saw so I do the Tai Chi and the Qigong under Sifu Gary. Um, and also when he visits, he, he gets up his instructors, uh, Sifu Stephen Burton and Anthony Rushton, so who's uh, become a good friend of mine. Um, and under Anthony, I'm also training in or studying his light warrior spiritual development methods. And within that, that's a lot of meditation-based approach uh, to healing um, and self, uh, self-spirituality, which is an area that interests me as well. So uh, I've been around the block a little bit with the martial arts, uh, grades a few different styles. Um, I've trained in stuff that I've not graded in, so it'll be a few weeks, a few months. Um, some stuff doesn't have grades, so you just add to add to what you to what you're doing with it. Um, as well as the martial arts side, um, I've got my fitness instructor's certificates. Well, I got those a few years ago. That's probably equivalent to a level two these days um, within the fitness world. Um, kettlebell training. I've done some kettlebell certificate. Uh, kettlebell instructor certificates. Um, started various different fitness approaches over the years, and to complement the martial arts. And I'm also a therapist in a couple of different areas. Um, complementary therapies, uh, qualified at different levels in massage, reflexology, aromatherapy. Uh, got a first class honours degree in complementary ther- healthcare where I specialised in the aromatherapy. Uh, Within that, we looked at different areas, sociology, psychology. Um, I did a little bit on homeopathy. Um, I did that to look at it from both aspects. Uh, To be honest, homeopathy isn't something I really believe in. Um, It's not something I can scientifically get my head around. Um, Some... Is it a placebo? Is it not? Who knows? But again, these are the topics that we're going to be looking at over the coming weeks. Um, aromatherapy. So, again, something people don't understand or can poo-poo. Um, but, <laughs> sorry, I just said poo-poo. Um, that's a little bit childish. Um that's better spend too much time around my kid, around children and grandchildren. Um, aromatherapy is some again something we're going to be discussing, um, and from there um, we'll also look at meditation uh, and other healing practices as well, and we'll uh, discuss those um, and see where we are. We move on. Like I say, this is. It's, uh, I don't like to be dogmatic in my approach to anything. Um, it's a very individual approach to the way I do things, um, which you'll find out as if you stick with me. 
Um, and then uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully I'll get on some guest uh, interviews as well, um, different areas of the martial arts, fitness, and we can take it from there. But all in all, um, this is I plan on this being kind of an expansion on my social media. Um, the wife says I talk too much, Emma, my wife, she says I talk too much. Um, even on my social media so we might get into some really deep convoluted stuff as we go through go deeper into these uh, podcasts but that's what they're for so stick them on while you're driving have a listen enjoy share um, question so give me your feedback and from there I don't profess to be a master of anything um my fifth Dan says I'm a master in Tai Shindo. Um, I'm a, a, I've got qualifications stating that I'm a master in self-defence. Um, do we actually master anything though? Um, we're, we all have weaknesses, we all have strengths, but true mastery, so really it's just a title that somebody else has given us and who gave them the say so that they could actually call themselves a master or professor or what other term Um, people I work with call me Stuart Um, I don't use formal titles in my martial arts training um, or anything like that Stuart's good enough for the family Stuart's good enough for friends, clients, students um and we'll uh, anything above that and you kind of get in ideas above your own station regardless of who you are as the saying goes if you think you're the smartest person in the room then you are in the wrong room um, so that's just a little bit about my background and what we're going to talk about today is awareness so that's going to be the topic for section two of this podcast if you're still with me thank you very much be back in a second so welcome back to part two of the podcast what we're going to dis um what i'm going to talk about is my thoughts on awareness this was actually a question that came up on an instagram post i did the other day and somebody was asking me what is what do I think is the most important aspect of mindset and awareness was my answer Um, awareness I think is is key to a lot of what we do um, in everyday life if you look at well awareness people again trendy term for it mindfulness uh, being also uh, that's basically what they're talking about or my interpretation of that anyway um, what we're looking at when when we're talking about awareness awareness has been a key aspect of stuff that I've talked for years if we look at the self-defense self-protection aspect of awareness uh, it's the cornerstone of good self-defense if you're aware of what's going on around you then 
you're less likely to be attacked, so blindsided, caught up into a situation. Um, let's give a, an analogy that everyone can use. There's a lot of convoluted different ways of uh, using awareness and within the self-defense industry, um, but and an analogy that most adults would be able to um, recognize uh, is when you're learning to, or when you're driving, what you want to be, you want to be 360 degrees awareness around you, you want to know what speed you're doing, you want to be aware of what other cars are doing around you, you want to know the conditions of the road, uh, you're aware of uh, the condition of your car, you're aware of what gear you're in, you're aware of what the speed limit is on the road that you're driving, be it a motorway, dual carriageway, uh, an, an urban built up area. Um, so these are all aspects that you need to be aware of. When we're walking down the road, we need to be aware, so especially it's like different environments, different levels of awareness. So it could be if we're eight late, late at night, we're walking home in the dark, so we want to be aware of that we're not being followed. We want to be aware of who is following us if we are. We want to be aware of the area that we're walking in. We want to be aware of what we're carrying with us. So we don't want to be looking down on our phone constantly. Uh, avoid walking around in with earphones in. That type of thing. Um, but we also want to have an aware mindset of what we're doing in everyday life as well. Um, so we're aware of our past, we're aware of where we are now, and we're aware of our future. By being aware of our past, we're able to recognize the past mistakes that we've made, regardless of what that area is in. That could be relationships, that could be diet, levels of fitness, um, awareness of what mistakes we've made, in our exercise, our training program, um, habits that we've made, but then we can also change that. We are aware of the good things that we've done. So what are we doing right? Too many people focus on the negative aspects of training or their life, and they forget about the, the positive. They're not aware of them, or they don't reflect, and they're not aware on the, the positive things that they've done in life as well. So... Have they gone further, pushed themselves beyond what their family, friends, teachers at school have said they'll ever attain? Uh, have they got promoted in an industry where they didn't think they would ever succeed? Are they able to pull out PBs uh, regularly at the gym or when they're out training? Um, are you not the most accomplished or coordinated person and you never think you'd be able to make it within a dance group or within a martial arts association or club? You might be a skilled competitor. These are all things that you need to be aware of and that you can focus and help take you in, a, in the positive direction within what you're doing now. Be aware of where you are in your life now. What is it the direction that you want to be in? Are you going where you want to be? Or are you just mindlessly plodding on through day by day are we aware of where we want to be are we working towards those plans you want to lose weight you want to get fitter you want to 
develop yourself mentally, physically? Are you chasing your goals? You can talk about it all you want, but you need to action it. And that's the most important thing. And be aware that if you're not actioning it, if we want to change our habits, we want to change our lifestyle, regardless of what area that it's in, we need to accept that we want changes. We want to be aware of what changes want to be. We want to accept that you're going to have to make sacrifices for changes that you want to be doing. And we then have to action that. Put, make up a plan, set goals, speak to people, speak to the experts, look on Google. At the end of the day, Google's the biggest expert out there. And everything that any coach is telling you, you'd be able to find the information yourself. But it's easier to go and speak to somebody or pay somebody for that information than putting in the work yourself. Because inherently, we're all lazy. Or the majority of people are lazy, I should say that. So that's why there's so many different experts out there. Because they're the ones that have gone and done the work. Um, and if we want to change our habits as well, we need to be aware of, of having some accountability. Again, that's why we go to the experts, that's why we go to coaches, that's why we go to classes. That's why we tell people of our plans and our goals. Put it on social media. And from there, we're able to chase our dreams. Um, that's one thing that we, I'm passionate about, is helping you guys, ladies, gents, strive for excellence and reach your potential. Um, anyway, I'm going to finish off there with this first podcast. Um, I'd like to thank you all for listening. Um, share it if you could. That would be much appreciated. Um, if you've got questions, then feel free to fire them across to me. Um, the Samurai Coach dot com. Uh, the Samurai Coach is on Instagram. So look for me, the Samurai Coach on Facebook as well. Across all of those, and find me across your questions. If you anything you want to hear, anything that you want, any of my thoughts that you want to hear about, then give them a shot. So, uh, then uh, ask away. Um, I did say at the start that the first one is going to be rough and ready, but I wanted to just get it out there, to be honest. Um, something I talked about for doing. Uh, I actually was going to try and get this out at the beginning of August. Uh, didn't get around to it. I initially thought about trying to get it out for my birthday on the August the 29th. Um, that's not a hint, so, but I like whiskey. Um, and I wanted to, to, but I did want to just get it out there. Um, so, like I said, it's not going to be smooth, it's not going to be polished, but it's important that I got it out there because I made that commitment and I needed to be held accountable. So, even as a coach, we've got to stand by a word. So, uh, keep, in, keep the integrity that you put out and put yourself, that you made to yourself, not only to yourself, but those of you 
clients, friends, family. That's an important thing to do as well. Anyway, I'm rambling. Um, cheers for listening in. Um, there will be a second podcast, regardless of if people listen to this one or not. Uh, again, so I do it to get the information out there, and eventually, hopefully, someone will pick it up. Um, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Thanks very much, everyone. Cheers.